Hello and welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Investing Club. I'm your host, Gabe Peterson, and this is the place investors go to gain actionable advice, learn about current market trends, and hear war stories from other professional investors out there in the field today. Before we get started, I have two quick housekeeping items for you. First, if you like this episode, we would very much appreciate a like, subscribe, and share. It is the best way to support the show and keep it running far into the future. Second, if you're a new investor looking to get started in real estate or an experienced investor looking to take your investing to the next level, I've created an ebook just for you that will cover how to find deals that are actually deals, how to finance those deals with little to no money down, and how to exit those deals for maximum value. On top of that, I throw in an insane amount of free bonuses that you'll have access to once you buy the ebook. All I charge is our admin costs to keep this show running. So if you're serious about real estate investing and want to create both active and passive income as an investor, head on over to the website at therealestateinvestingclub.com and click on the button that says, get the ebook in the upper right-hand corner to grab yourself a copy. With that said, let's dive right in. Today, we have a very special guest with us ready to drop some investor knowledge on you. So buckle up, grab your pen and paper and enjoy the ride. Yeah. All right, we're back with another episode of the Real Estate Investing Club Daily Deal Review. For people who are new with us, the Daily Deal Review is a new type of episode we're doing where we take our guests and go through one deal they've done in the past. It's a super short. We try to keep it around five to 10 minutes. So let's get right into it. Today, we have Dan Lukowitz with us. He just did a full episode. So if you missed it, go one episode behind this. Dan goes deep into how to be creative in your real estate investing um, but today, Dan is here to talk about his deal. So, Dan, thanks for hopping on the show. Thank you so much. Yeah, we'll talk about Dan's deals. I actually have a website. It's not active right now. It's called danstriplenetdeals.com. So maybe I'll have to reactivate that after this episode. There you go. Um, so let's start at the very top. Uh, where was this property located, located that you're, you're going to be talking 19, about? 19,000 block of Woodingham in the Bagley neighborhood of Detroit. Detroit. Man, that is a... Detroit. That's a that's that a, a that's an interesting market. Yeah, <laughs> I said that is an interesting market. I, I I like that you're in there. Um, and what type of property was it? This was a oh gosh, 750 square foot all brick 1930s built Tudor. Uh, with I think four bedrooms, hardwood floors throughout, boiler, radiators, asbestos, all that good stuff. Um, and it was it was awesome. One of my favorite rehab projects ever. In a in an opportunity zone in uh, Livernoy and Seven Mile, big development. Um, yeah, great deal. Great cool, deal. man. I love it. 1930s, man. That is where I'm doing a flip right now. That's a 1925 house. These old houses. We opened the wall and we found an old bottle of cognac in it. I was like, wow, that is so, so cool. I can tell you how many times I've done. It's probably three times that I found that with like trowels and little like you know bottles of whatever. Um, this one actually though came replete. Uh, not in the walls, didn't have to look there, but actually in the built-in break front with a dime bag of marijuana. No. <laughs> original dime bag of marijuana from 1930. Not original. <laughs> All right. So uh, how'd you go about finding this property? This is a, that's a great question. So a uh, lot of deals with um, a specific lender and a specific uh, servicer uh, um, in the jungle, which is also known as the east side of Detroit. Um, my words, nobody else's. But the, the jungle, I did a lot of work in the jungle. So one of my, um, um, uh, what do you call them? I actually sent 
I don't know if I can say this. I sent a bottle of very fine liquor to an acquisitions guy um, because I just love that he's giving me so many deals. And one day after maybe consuming said bottle, not sure, he called me up. And by the way, I don't think this will get me in trouble. It was just a thank you gift. He called me up. He said, Dan, if you can get to this house on Woodingham by 4 p.m. and submit a highest and best, we will not put it back at auction. I said, I'll be there. So I went there and I was like, holy shit, this thing is amazing. It had a VPS on it, which is vacant property systems, vacant property solutions. It's like they pay like 500 hours a month for these like crazy, like fortress style doors and windows and all that stuff. I got in, I actually got locked inside. I'll never forget that. <laughs> I didn't care because I had a friend meeting me. So I'm like looking around. And I'm like, oh my gosh, the bank wanted like, they told me it's crazy. I was dealing with two acquisition managers. One of them said 42 and it's yours. So I was like, okay, 41, not whatever I did. And um, the other one, I called him and I said, come on, man, 42. That seems like a little steep. He goes, he goes, if you do 30, we'll give it to you. And I was like, your other guy said 42. And he goes, yeah, yeah, he, he's, I'm the real acquisitions manager. I'm like, okay, I'm losing his number. So uh, <laughs> we got it for that price, went under contract during, not even due diligence, right but five days before closing inspection period already over. There was no inspection, I don't think. But um, I noticed that the whole basement, I knew this, had um, asbestos pipe wrap for all the boilers. I knew I was going to convert this property. So I went back to them and I said, hey, what's going on, Jake? He said, thanks for the bottle. I said, you're welcome. Thanks for the deal. He said, you want a bigger deal? I said, yeah. He goes, how's the house? I said, it's great, but it's got this asbestos problem. He goes, what do you think it's going to cost you to remediate? I said, I don't know, 5, 10 Gs. He goes, put in a letter, take some pictures, send it to my department. We'll knock 5K off. I was like, I love you. Okay. That's why I buy things for people. And that's not the only reason, but I got this property for whatever, what's the math? 20, 25 grand. 20, yeah. um, got it for 20 grand and I put about 70 in. So I was in for 90 complete renovation, redid the floors, kept everything beautiful, painted what I needed to paint white because believe it or not, before I even closed on the property from Chase, I had a contract for 155 from a homeowner who said, I will give you $35,000 EMD, $30,000 appraisal guarantee. And we came up with a punch list of exactly what I needed to do. So I had wow. priced everything out and I had it sold, you know, pretty much before I even bought it. Um, one of my favorite flips ever. I actually bumped out the kitchen. I hit it. You know what a chase is? Uh, is it called a chase? Oh man. Kind of like an armoire, right? No. Yes. It might not be called a chase. I forgot, but it, that's also, also chases on a couch, but this is basically um, an HVAC run that you have to make. Cause I, I got rid of the boiler system, got rid of the remediated legally with a company and certificates and everything. Um, all the, the environmental issues. And then I put in a, a new furnace in the basement, but I had to run ductwork through three stories. So I had to find the perfect spot where I could go through a closet to the attic in the third story, meaning counting the basement into the attic. But I also had to go through the kitchen so I didn't want this like thing in the middle. So I bumped it out and I made it, uh, I think it's called a chase, man. I got to look it up, but I went all the way up, you know, cold air return and, and the other venting. And then I hid it in a closet, built out the closet. And now I have this beautiful home with beautiful arches and hardwood and wainscoting and all that beautiful windows. I kept the original windows, refinished them as amazing. And I, um, I put forced air. And, um, you know, just made the house amazing. I, it's, it's still to this day, my favorite flip. And I know there's a young couple living there who's very happy. Um, and, and now it's probably worth 300 grand, to be honest yeah. with you. No, yeah. And I can tell, I mean, I, I love those kind of stories because I can tell just by the way you're talking about it, that it was like, it was a labor of love to, to an extent. Like you really enjoyed flipping it. You got to see the re end result. It was beautiful. Um, so I'd love to hear that. Going back down the, down the list, um, 
it sounds like you've already gone over this question. How'd you price it? How'd you analyze it? It, uh, it was, you know, you, you, where'd you come up with 31,000? Where'd you come up with that original number? Uh, well, they told me like the oh, first told guy you. told okay. me, yeah, he yeah. said 42. And I talked to the other guy. And he's like, no, you can get it for less. It was just more like flipping the script. You know, how much you want to offer Dan? Well, what's it going to take? You know what I mean? Yeah. That makes sense. Um, so how'd you go about finding financing this? Was this all cash? Oh yeah, there cash is cash is king and queen. So yeah, no question. Yep, no yep. question. And, and the value, it sounds like it was a full gut rehab. You uh, did you take it down to the studs or did you leave? I'm sure there was no, lock and plaster no, not on there. At all. In fact, thank God I didn't because it was a plaster. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. It was wet plaster. Um, the only place I had to do that was I had some electrical work. Then the chase or whatever the, the heck it's called. Um, new kitchen, the bathroom, believe it or not, the owner wanted it to be, to maintain the historic charm. So I, I basically, um, I never done this before, but I, um, what do you call it? I did that coating. I coated the tiles to make them a more modern look, oh, um, cool. but kept the original tiles. And even like the, the, I think it had blue stone, which is almost like a different color stone in the entryway. The, the hardwood was original. However, I, this is the funniest part. I matched the hardwood in the kitchen. I put hardwood there. I always love putting the whole house hardwood and then we finish it all the same. I messed up on the rehab because I had so many different contractors in there and I changed the order. You never want to like change the order of who goes behind who, but I, I changed the order and then I called the flooring guy back. Big lesson. I offered to pay him again to redo it. And he said, no. And he was pissed at me. Why? Because I disrespected his work. Yeah. Okay. Very valuable lesson. Funniest thing ever. When I finished, the floors were like a little bit distressed looking and not intentionally. The appraiser comes in. He goes, I love this house. I said, yeah, me too. He goes, you know what my favorite part is? I go, what? You, you know where it's going. He said, I love the fact that you refinished the floors and made them a distressed look to fit the ambiance. <laughs> That's that a great uh, serendipity, I guess is the word. Exactly. Um, Awesome. So if you get, you don't have to remember exact numbers, but um, what were the numbers going in? What'd you put into it for the rehab and what was the exit? I guess I was in for 20. I put in about 70 and the exit was actually 155. It appraised for 157. Um, I did have a partner in the deal. Uh, he put up all the money and got like, I don't even want to share the numbers. This is ridiculous. He got like 13% of the profit or something, um, but it was a quick flip, you know, relatively speaking. Um and yeah, that was, that was a great flip. But what's funny is that that's like that pales in comparison to like an average commercial real estate brokerage deal. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's the thing about flips is that, you know, everybody gets into real estate on, you know, on the flip side, but then you learn more and you're like, damn, that you actually don't make a ton of money doing the flips and there's a lot of work. Um, so it's interesting. Last question. Uh, every deal that you do, every transaction, every property that you buy comes with a lesson. What is the biggest lesson that you learn from this specific property? Well, I think I shared a couple of them, not, you know, not disrespecting somebody else's work by having somebody else fuck it up. Um, also, don't leave young people who are not um, like super responsible working in a house um, because the city is often uh, apt to stop by, knock on the door and they'll let them in. And now you've got to get in a lot of trouble and fix things. Uh, that definitely happened. Also, uh, I'm not a contractor professionally. I do work on my own properties. However, um, lesson for a contractor, if you... <laughs> only in Detroit. If you have an HVAC company, park your company truck on the other side of the block. So nobody comes in and steals the air conditioning or the cabinets or the furnace. All of those happen to me as the owner of the property. <laughs> oh, um, man. And then I think the scrapper came back, tried to sell the uh, air conditioning back to us. Which oh, we Jesus said, okay, Christ. 
Although I would have bought it back because if he was offering a good price, um, but he also stole the iPad out of the HVAC guys thing. Um, and then just, you know, hire good, empl- good employees, like good people who aren't going to steal from you. And, um, you know, I'd say drug dealers are not good for neighborhoods. That's another, another, um, major lesson. Um, and have fun doing it. Like, don't be afraid to not apologize for your style. If you, you know, I was very adamant on certain things being left the same and the homeowners wanted them changed. I said, look, I'll do it for you. This is going to be the cost. This is why I will or will not do it. And, you know, just, you know, stick to your guns literally and, uh, and, and, uh, metaphorically. <laughs> Perfect. Well, Dan, that, uh, that concludes the daily deal review. So thanks a bunch for hopping on and talking about your deal. Yes. All right. And for everybody who's here with us today, thank you guys for showing up. You are the reason we do this. If you guys have any questions whatsoever, reach out to me, Gabe at the real estate investing club.com. If I didn't mention this before, but Dan's, uh, Dan, if you want to reach out to Dan, his URL is danontop.com. Um, I will also put that in the show notes. So click a little more, pull down the full description in there. You can click through, say hi to Dan. Um, so that's it. If you guys have any questions, as I said, Gabe at the real estate investing club.com. Other than that, hope you guys keep rocking real estate and have an awesome week. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Real Estate Investing Club. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode as much as I enjoyed putting it on and were able to pull some actionable advice that you can apply in your own investing today in the field. Before you go, we have a gift for you. If you're a new investor looking to get started or an established investor looking to invest, take your investing to the next level. I've created an ebook just for you available on our website, this ebook, ebook will cover how I was able to create both active and passive income in real estate with very little money to start with. In it, I will address the three most often cited obstacles new and veteran investors run into by showing you how to find deals that are actually deals, how to finance a deal with little to no money down, and how to exit those deals for maximum value. And if you get the ebook today, I am throwing in a bundle of bonuses, seven of them to be exact. The first one will be the off-market lead generation blueprint, which will take you through the exact systems and processes we use to generate off-market leads like clockwork, which is the most important skill when it comes to creating wealth in real estate. The second bonus is the A to Z REI systems and vendors guide, which will allow you to peek under the hood of our business and see the exact tools, systems, and even the vendors we use to see the success that we do. And the third bonus is the top 100 best performing keywords pack, which is which will give you the exact keywords we use to target motivated sellers online using PPC ads. The fourth bundle is, or the fourth bonus is our contracts bundle for wholesaling and renting real estate, which will give you access to all the contracts we use in the field to execute all different types of transactions. After that is the investor's quick analysis calculator and offer tool, which will allow you to quickly calculate whether a deal is an actual deal and will allow you to create an offer automatically from those calculations. This is a lot of of bonuses that I said. I'm just going to keep going down the list. Number six is the investor's daily success tracker, which is a tracker you can use to ensure you are taking the right actions day in and day out to reach your financial goals in real estate. And the last bonus is the wholesalers template for quick assignment cash, which will give you the templates we use to present our wholesale deals professionally and efficiently to our buyers. Whew, that is a bundle. So 
It's a mouthful. You get all of those bonuses for free when you download the ebook. All we charge is the admin cost to run the show. So if you're interested in the ebook and the bonus bundle, head on over to the website at therealestateinvestingclub.com. Click on get the ebook bundle at the top of the page to take advantage of that deal. And with that said, I hope you have a fantastic day and even better week. Keep rocking real estate. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. All right, before I officially sign off, I have a quick announcement to make. If you're interested in becoming a passive investor in one of my deals, my own company, Kaizen Properties, is looking for capital partners for our upcoming projects. We invest in what are known as recession-resistant assets, mainly self-storage facilities, mobile home and RV parks, and industrial properties. If you're interested in investing and would like to learn a little bit more about my company, our investing criteria, and some of the previous projects we've done, Go to the Real Estate Investing Club podcast at therealestateinvestingclub.com and scroll all the way down to the bottom of the page. Click on the Invest With Us button. That'll pop up the investor form. Fill that out and we will reach back out to you as soon as we can. Or if you prefer a little bit more of a personal touch, you can reach out to me at gabe at therealestateinvestingclub.com. So really, that is it. Again, it was a pleasure hanging out with you guys during this episode, and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode.